0: That feel was like it. It's not that overly interesting. Okay, I think it's working. So I okay. Oh my gosh. Should we just roll with it? We're just it gonna work? roll with it, yeah. Like if it doesn't actually okay. work, then you know what? I should quit. <laughs> <It's laughs> Seem like <laughs> <laughs> to get this rolling yeah. with Grace. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, oh, don't worry about it.
0: Ugh. But anyway, so Grace is at work. She's so kind to call me. She has Two children under the age of four, right? Or did... Wait, your daughter just turned three? Yeah, just So two children under the age of three. three. Full-time job, full-time husband. <laughs> She's really busy. <laughs> like,
1: a, like a full-time and a half husband.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's very busy, so I'm very glad she joined me. So me and Grace, we've known each other a long time now. I mean, since high school.
1: Well... Technically, we went to kindergarten together. Let's not forget. I did um, forget. Wait, we so went to kindergarten? With, <laughs> yes, we did. We went to Montessori together, you, me, and Teddy. Oh, my gosh. I, I vaguely this remember this. Yeah, the teacher, yeah, the one time you and Teddy were out, the teacher made the comment. Why well, I remember these things, I don't know. But the teacher made the comment that, well, maybe Teddy's out because his house is right by how, high power lines. And you know how that is. It's good. And, and then we didn't reconnect until high school.
0: <laughs> that is absurd.
1: I know. that's I just, so... you know, you like you overhear things with kids. And you know what? Maybe I'm like kind of making like that situation up. I don't know. But like, no, I believe it. Memory I have.
0: No, I believe it. We had power lines on my old neighborhood that were pretty close to us. <laughs> so I kind of believe why
1: they knew that? I don't
0: know. <laughs> Who knows? My cousin could have, you know, little kids, they say crazy things. So he could have maybe right. said something along those lines. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah, I didn't, so. I forgot. Okay, so we knew each other then. That's so funny. I wish we had like a picture together then. We probably would both just have big curly feel, hair.
1: We both did. And I feel like I see, and I remember finding this like in my parents' room sometime in high school and oh, wow. finding your picture with my picture. This is the reason why I know this. So like yeah. um, sometime in high school, I came across this picture. I was like. OMG, oh, we're in the same freaking class in kindergarten. <laughs> like, I remember you had, like, some sort of, like, you know, like, the 90s, like, flower print and, like, some giant yeah. bow thing, and I'm sure my hair looked like a disheveled hot mess. Or- <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, I love your just, hair. You know. That's so funny. Yeah,
1: like, well, just, like, in kindergarten, you know, like, my mom used to just brush it out so it was, like, a giant fro <laughs> That's so cute. Nonsense. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. And then we reunited again at Warren.
1: He did. In Mr. Bradley's class.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. I sometimes wonder where he is now. Like, if he still teaches high school or what he does.
1: I don't know. I know his wife had dreadlocks and worked at a coffee shop, which was interesting for him.
0: Right, because he didn't seem like he didn't look the type because he was very, like, straight-edge dressing. But then when he talked, he he was pretty hip, I guess. Very handsome, Mm -hmm. very handsome man, but out of shape. Correct. Yes,
1: I would agree. Like, I feel like he was very charming, but yes, he was out of shape.
0: Yeah, very handsome. Like, I I always remember being like, I bet you if he was in better shape, which I don't, you know, I I struggle with that myself. But, like, um, I'm like, he would be really good looking. And he was good looking either way. I
1: always love that 15-year-old Elena thought that her teacher was very handsome.
0: (laughs) I know, I'm such a nerd. I was like, oh I handsome man. Like, I dad, like, yeah. I know, I'm like always fifty years old. Like since birth I've been like okay. such an old person. Um <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so we knew each other in high school and high school was fun yeah we knew i still hang out with dean we talked about this a couple weeks ago when we were on the phone still hang out with dean yeah i know and i love that yeah i love dean he's the best and i'm still i still talk to jamie even though she's in minnesota and her kids are so freaking cute um oh my god are they the cutest
1: babies in the flipping whole entire
0: world oh my gosh yeah you follow her on like uh social media
1: yes and like her little outfits Oh my god! I was like, so I can't cute. do all that. Like, but I totally commend her that she can. She makes it look so effortless.
0: I was just gonna say, she makes it look so easy, motherhood. Like, she's always like, Oh just, my god! Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm like, what time in the morning do you get up? Because you look great and they look great, and it looks like you have this full day planned ahead of you. And I'm barely getting out of bed. Yeah. And I'm just me.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like my kids like fall asleep with Cheetos on their face, and like their <laughs> hair's a hot mess. And, like I don't know. Like I found a sock in the freezer the other day. <laughs> She's hard, man. (laughs) But you know, your kids are so cute. You're cute, Oh, yeah, they're cute, but they don't look like, you know, all like little, I don't know, magazine models. (laughs) I think they do look
0: cute. I think they actually do look adorable. Like, I think your daughter's so cute. Oh, my. I still have that Christmas photo up of her, that one that was really elegant. And it's like her in like a sleigh. And she's wearing that cute red dress. And she's just (laughs) such a cute little chunk. I still have it up. And people always are like, oh, my gosh. Whose baby is this? And I'm like, that's my friend's baby. I love that. (laughs) She's actually much older now. But I yes, ju- sure I'm- <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute.
1: I was going to send out Christmas cards this year and I may have ordered them and then I may have forgot to send them out because we all got the flu. Oh. And then I realized I just didn't want to address them all. So if you ever what want another one, I will be happy to
0: send it to, <laughs> not <them> to everybody. <laughs> just send <laughs> it, it like smart. Christmas in July. <laughs> yeah. Just like send them I out. Should. But mm-hmm. anyway, so me and Grace, just for background, we have known each other a long time. Always pick up where we left off. Um, right. So now let's move into how did you meet your current husband? Your first husband? Just kidding. <laughs> My first. <laughs> My first husband, as of right now, two thousand
1: eight. Just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, so Matt and I. Let's see here. So even so, let's see. Here. I met Matt when I was nineteen.
0: 19 yeah, years old. Mm-hmm. I was
1: a baby. Um, I was living in Chicago at the time, and everybody was still using MySpace, so (laughs) pretty cool. (laughs) And you know how on MySpace, like, people would IM each other randomly because you could like, search for people in your area? Yeah. And so he messaged me, and I'm like, so he's six and a half years older than me, so I'm thinking, hey, creeper, whatever, (laughs) and so I kept ignoring him. Well, eventually, apparently, I got bored enough that we started chatting. And then we talk on the phone every once in a while. He's like, "You should come up and meet." And if anybody, well us see, only you really would probably know him. That he's a super like not social person. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting that like we had these phone conversations. Like I remember talking to him very early on and going, "God, this guy's boring." And I'd be like, "Oh no, my phone's cutting out. I gotta go." Bye. Oh my gosh, Later. I didn't know you did that. Um, <laughs> Oh, he, he was very annoying and like very uncomfortable. So I was just be like, "Oh no, it's it's not. I gotta go." Bye. <laughs> and, uh, so Matt was say he wore me down. Oh, and, that's um, so cute. We, <laughs> it, was, it was kind of it was interesting. So we had our first date <laughs> it was like a Valentine's Day weekend. Oh wow! And I drove my car up to Racine and good old Racine, me, like halfway. Good good old Racine, for anybody that does not know, is a suburb between Kenosha and
0: Milwaukee. It's a Mecca.
1: Yeah, and that's about it. That's all I have to tell you about Racine. Right. <laughs> There's nothing else interesting there. Right. Um, we do make Kringle. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> so um uh, halfway up there he called me, he's like, Oh, I'm on call. Now he do like he'd be an air conditioning like an H V A C guy, so he'd be on call. And I'm like Okay, he's like, well, I think I still think we should go out though. Why don't you go to the mall there, and like, I'll I'll call you when I'm ready. And me being a stupid nineteen year old, I'm like, okay, that sounds great. Like that wasn't weird at all. <laughs> so I went shopping at the Gap, and the whole way in, going, this is so weird. Cause, like I was like, if you come in from the expressway, like the highway, you pass a whole bunch of farm fields. I'm like, where the f am I? Like this is in the middle of nowhere, and I just wasn't sure. So. Anyways, get to the mall, find a gap. That was delightful, bought some stuff. And he shows up in a work van. And he's like, <laughs> oh, hey. I'm like, hey. And my dumbass gets right into the car. I'm like, okay, where are we going to go? And <laughs> we drove around while he did service calls and, like, chatted and whatnot for a long time. Um, so, you know, when your parents tell you not to get into a car with a strange man, don't do it. Don't be
0: like me. <laughs> You're very friendly. You
1: always oh have done. Oh, my God. Them. I was like, yeah, what? us <laughs> go. Let's go in your strange work family with who knows what's in the back it? and it. We'll right, drive yeah. around to random people's houses. <laughs> yeah. This sounds like an amazing idea. This sounds pretty legit. No one's going to die here. <laughs> 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 so we drove around all night, and then at 10 o'clock, he took me to Olive Garden because his mom gave him a $50 gift card.
0: Aww. So, <laughs> Endless so breadsticks. Of
1: course, yep, we go to Olive Garden at like ten o'clock. Um, have Olive Garden, and then I was leaving, and like so, go back to my car, and my car wouldn't start.
0: Oh, I, didn't, I don't. I so, remember this.
1: Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know if I even told you this whole story. Yeah, maybe not. So the car wouldn't start. Matt thought I was now like future. Now like 2008, Matt thinks I'm faking about this. He thinks that like my car really would start. And this was all a huge plan (laughs) for me to hang out with him longer.
0: Yeah, I just couldn't, (laughs) I couldn't leave Racine. I had to stay. I
1: I couldn't, I couldn't (laughs) leave you. So I faked a broken car. Right. I didn't want to go back to Chicago.
0: uh, I thought I'd stay in right, Racine. Exactly,
1: yeah. Um, uh, I needed to stay in Racine and hang out <laughs> with the guy in the creepy day. Yeah. Right.
0: Who <laughs> <laughs> MySpace so, messaged me.
1: Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, We went back to his house, which at the time I was living in Chicago and living in a studio and thought it was too cool to have a bed there because then it would look like a bedroom. Yeah. But on the couch or the floor. So, like, a house seemed really appealing at this time. And I was like, oh, a house. (laughs) Uh, So we went back to his house. And he had a dog named Fergie. So, therefore, I mean, like, I was already in because I didn't have a dog and I really wanted one. Yeah. Um, so, and then we stayed up all night watching, um, oh, what were they? It was, like, um, not Mel Gibson, whatever, but com- comedian, old movies. Um, the f- Frankenstein.
0: Oh, like Mel, Mel Brooks? No.
1: Mel Brooks, thank you. Yes, okay. we watched Mel Brooks movies. I had no idea who Mel Brooks was. And apparently, yeah. I'm I'm really good at that now. Um, <laughs> so, so we stayed up and we watched Mel Brooks movies about two o'clock in the morning.
0: Oh. So...
1: That's that so was sweet. my first
0: date. Then did he fix your car? How'd you get home the next day? He fixed it?
1: Yes. Well, like he just needed to jump it because apparently the lights were on because it was like an old Jeep charity and I had to like push button it.
0: Mm-hmm. for
1: the lights and apparently I didn't do that.
0: I but, remember your old Jeep.
1: Yeah, my old Jeep with no air conditioning and no radio. <laughs> yeah, I remember that your was, Jeep. That that was that Wow But it was a
0: car. That's so, so, you know. Sweet. <laughs> That's so cute. So okay, so you guys dated for a while, then you mo- ended up moving to Racine. Yes. Okay, wait. Before then, though, who said I love you first? If you don't mind me asking.
1: Oh my god, I didn't. It was the most uncomfortable thing in the entire world.
0: <laughs> Please tell me.
1: So like, I was over there, and like, once again, nineteen-year-old So I'm like, it's probably like four months in the relationship, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know how I said it, but I was like, you know, I just want to, you know, I just, I love you, and he said. Thank you. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> so I was like, Are you effing kidding me? Thank you. And then like later like that yeah. night too. He was like, I just I have to think about this. Like now if you know him, Matt, like he's very like cautious about everything. Yes. Not like I jump in headfirst to everything, and he's like, I'm gonna dip a toe in, I'm gonna think about it for seven weeks, and then I'll let you know if I want to get in the water. Yeah, um so he <laughs> so was, was next, like, maybe it was a week or two later, he said it back, and then and then it was fine, but it was it was like at the moment, and I was like, Oh, I love you, and he never said he it, he's like, Thank you.
0: When did you say it? Where were you guys? I, oh, I'm sorry if you already said that. Where were you that you said this? No, it's
1: okay, so I was like. I think it was at his house. I'm okay. I'm pretty sure it was at his
0: house. That's so funny. Did you end up staying yeah, like but, the rest of the day there or did you go like, you know, I got to go <laughs> or no?
1: No, I, I was I was stupid at 19. So I was like, oh, well, maybe if I'll just try harder to make him like me. So maybe that way I can still stay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you were never <laughs> stupid. I feel like near. you were never stupid, not even at 19. You've always been like very mature, I feel like. Oh, I just feel like I look back and then I'm like, oh, my God, you're such
1: a dumbass. That's so funny. No. We're all
0: dumb, man. But you know why? I feel like you and Matt work so well because, like, you're super bubbly and, like, very outgoing and chatty and, you know, and then he's, like, the exact opposite. So I feel like you balance each other very well. You know, like, he helps to, like, maybe pull you back a little (laughs) And I don't mean that in a uh, bad way. I mean yeah. that in a good way. No, I need that in my life. And yeah. then I think you kind of make him kind of break out of his shell a little bit more. Right. Yeah, I think it's a good Yeah, mix. Was, I think
1: the first year we started dating, and somebody asked me, like, well, like, let me you want to stay in this relationship. I'm like, well, he makes me laugh at the front door and wear a seatbelt
0: and people thought it was so oh, weird
1: but it was true like my he's like
0: the responsibility in my life when no when you <laughs> told me you guys never used to lock your door when you were a kid i was mortified i don't know if you remember that <laughs> I, I i do i couldn't believe it that you guys would like go you would only lock it when you went to bed or maybe even not when you went to bed i couldn't remember
1: no, when we went to bed,
0: that was it. But like you, that would, was it. <laughs> you would leave the house, and it would just be unlocked. You, you would like maybe take a shower. Like that is frightening to me. If I like run a bath with which lately I'm just really into baths, and I triple check that I, I locked seen my that door. On your
1: Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. Like as an adult, I always lock my door now. Like I come in and I lock my door right away. As a kid, we never locked the door. Right. I mean, so, you get used like, to. it. I walk into that house like nothing. Like I never thought of another thing about it. <laughs>
0: Wow. I, I See, that to me, like even my yeah. parents were always paranoid. I always, they would always be like, lock the door because I would get home by myself, you know, after school or whatever. Yeah. And... I, I remember you telling me that and I couldn't believe it that you told me that you'd never locked your door. And I went, oh, yeah. on, I went on a date recently and this guy, now modern day, like downtown Chicago, he's like, yeah, sometimes I don't lock my door. So like, I don't know how the conversation came up. And I was like, you don't lock your door? He's like, yeah, my building's like really safe. I'm like, that really doesn't matter. I feel like who knows? They could have a guest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a guest could be visiting someone. And obviously I don't know anyone who just like checks doors to see if they're on Unlocked, but maybe they do. I don't know what they do. So, like, that's so funny. That's
1: so crazy. Because, like, here's the thing: when everybody says, "Oh, it's a safe neighborhood," like people around here don't do that. Well, people that like go into other people's houses to rob them are never robbing their neighbors. They know they don't have anything. They to nice neighborhoods to do it. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Like,
1: lock your damn door. (laughs)
0: Right. And you always lived in a very cute neighborhood, and I understand maybe why your parents like didn't um, think anything because it was a wholesome neighborhood, but that's like the neighborhood people would probably want to rob. I felt like, you know, like, yeah, so it's kind of funny. It was just interesting to me. I'm like, yeah, but you don't live in a house where you're like, ooh, I don't want to go near that house. It was like, ooh, that house is cute. (laughs) Let's see what's in there. Yeah,
1: let's go check it out. Right. Oh, the doors are locked. It's
0: like they're inviting us in. Obviously, you know, even you're allowed to un- you know not keep your door locked and people shouldn't still go in it's just i like that sure. barrier of knowing like okay i locked my door and at least it's a lot harder and you have to really want to get in like you know
1: or you're going to hear them if they're trying to call and they can't mm-hmm. see up like you in the bath because your
0: front right. door open. that oh that's what freaks me out like taking a shower yeah. or a bath or sleeping just those vulnerable situations but yeah that's so funny so, so matt made you was- do that that's that's great. Yeah, those are good things. Doors. I know. Those are good things. Wearing a seatbelt is also a very good thing. Yes.
1: You know, check out for things that you want to look for, like in a significant other. Yeah, um, those are C-c-c- all good things.
0: <laughs> I know. So obviously the conversation got better because, I mean, now you're married. You have um, so much, I'm sure, to talk about with the kids. But in the the dating phase, how was the conversation going?
1: Um, I learned to adapt a lot. So like... I don't know, I'm really big into, like, knowing people's personalities and understanding, like, why they are the way they are. And so being the giant extrovert that I am and learning how much of an introvert Matt is, is that, like he's great at having, like, one-on-one conversation, Mm -hmm. but, like, not great at, like, just, like, sporadically talking about things he doesn't care about.
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, like, he just, (laughs) he just, I don't know, like, you find things in common, you know, so we have a lot of movies to talk about in common, um, you know, as we kind of, like, continue in our relationship, we realize that, you know, we both love to travel, and we like to plan trips, and, mm-hmm. you know, there's always, I don't know, you just, you find things to talk about, and it's not that he didn't, he doesn't like to talk, he just wants to meaningful conversation.
0: No, um, that's a good and thing. I
1: guess that's the difference.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, I think that's the good thing. Obviously, if you're both the exact same, and you both like to talk, and just kind of joke around about whatever, then that would maybe get a little exhausting, too. So it's kind of nice to have it more, like, equal in that way. But my problem is like when I go on a date, because like, I don't know, maybe you can tell me if this was something you experienced. I feel like if within the first date, I feel awkward still and I feel like, oh, I don't really want to go out on a second date. Not because I necessarily disliked them, because, but because trying to like build that relationship with someone new can be a a lot of work. Yeah, right. So (laughs) for you and Matt, like, did you feel – because some people annoy me when they're like, it was just so easy and sometimes it is like I'm sure but sometimes it's not and it doesn't mean it's going to be a bad thing so like do you feel like you kind of like you said you had to kind of work at that part and then
1: oh my god I had to work at everything I don't (laughs) know when people are like it was so easy and everything's perfect. Like, either one, you're on drugs or you have, like, <laughs> memory loss issues. Because, like, it's not easy. How do you, like, <laughs> yeah, right? different people's, like, personalities and, like, mesh them together? And, like, you're not going to agree on everything. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to see eye to eye on everything. And I don't know. I mean, like, I guess I don't have dating advice because I never really dated. But, right. like, to work at continually maintaining a relationship, like, you – some like I just remember like thinking Matt was like I don't know I would get frustrated at times because I'm like why can't you just be exactly like me and do all the things I want to do and you know talk about all the same things I want to talk about and the right. answer is because he's a different person.
0: So <laughs> no, and that's a good thing. But, Go but ahead, I, I'm sorry. But I think
1: like the, sometimes when you meet those people, in those first conversations are awkward. To me, at least on the outside, here is like. It, I wouldn't always write it off just because sometimes people are uncomfortable. I know. And like first dates are uncomfortable and you you don't know this person and you're trying to come in and like present like your ultimate self mm-hmm. and you never know how somebody else is going to read that.
0: No, I think that's totally true. I, I think I that's one thing I'm guilty of is I'm very quick to be like, don't like this person, you know, or like not even don't like them, but just like, don't, don't feel it Think it was awkward. Don't want to do that again, and I think that's probably a big reason why I don't end up dating anybody seriously. Is probably not because of them necessarily, and sometimes it is. Um, sure. But I think there are people who want to continue dating me, and I find reasons to not because I just am afraid of that awkward part. Um, so I, I think Which makes sense. Right. But I think it's nice. I like to hear people tell me they have awkward moments or that it was difficult or whatever, not even difficult, but just it took time and, and work because it almost tells me like, okay, well, you need to put in time sometimes and and get over those little things that make you quickly want to just kind of um, pass someone off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And I think maybe even some of my listeners. (laughs) I think that's hilarious that I say listeners because I have like (laughs) literally like four. Um, Quite literally. Yeah, right. I think I'm going to
1: be one of them, then
0: I'm going to listen to myself. Yay. So it's just funny. But like, I think that's a nice thing to hear because. You know, I don't always want to hear that, like, we just met and went on one date, and then after that, we were inseparable. I'm like, all right, I hate both of you, and that can't be true, and, you know, like, it's just, it's kind of nice to hear that, like, you know, you had to make, stick around, yeah.
1: Even now, I think I said to Matt, like, two days ago, so we tend to talk, like, on our way to work, because we both have longer commutes, and we have two children, and you don't have time to, like, you know, just talk to each other about things. Mm -hmm. But, like, half the time, like, if I've talked about everything I want to talk about, then he just sits there in silence. I'm like, you're going you're gonna to pick up that conversation? And to answer <laughs> He's like, I don't think I have uh, anything else to say. I'm like, I'm not going to sit on the phone with you and carry this entire conversation. <laughs> so my point is with that is that sometimes it always still takes work.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you sound so much like my mom and dad because my dad can be kind of like that. And you've met my dad. Oh sure, so, yeah, for sure. And you remind me of my mom in a lot of ways because my mom's very bubbly and chatty and likes to joke around, and mm-hmm. you know. And so it's funny because I think. I'll just be in the backseat of their car sometimes with them. And it's, that's kind of how my mom is like, I'm asking you a question, you know, like it's just, Uh but then two minutes later, (laughs) they're laughing. Uh, Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it is kind of funny, I think. And I always think like, oh, they met in such a cute, random way, you know, like it's just kind of funny. And I feel like you guys mesh so well. Um, So, okay. Yeah, of course. So how did he propose? If you don't mind me asking. Do you
1: want the real story or do you want the story that he wants me to tell everybody? If
0: you have time, I'll take both. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> so we were driving around and like, we like to, like, we'll just kind of go like through in and out of stores and like, whatever. And we didn't really have a plan for the day. And we were originally like, I was going to go to the Milwaukee Zoo. And I was like, "Eh, "It's cold. It's raining. I don't want to." And he kept going. Well, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? I'm like, "Calm the ass bomb down, man!" Like, I don't know. Let's just go like drive around and go find something. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell him at work so like I monitor my flaring? Yeah, that's good. I feel like I'm in that environment. So we're in the like back of a like camera store. So we're parked in the car. We just went through to like walk through this camera store because he was into photography at the time. And, um, we're sitting in the car and he's like, so what else do you want to do? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. And he just like starts like rambling. And I'm like, what is his deal? Like he's just like, I don't know, like nervous and like, Mm -hmm. I feel like there's something like wrong with him. And then all of a sudden he goes like, so will you marry me? And I'm like, well, yeah, but are you okay? Like what's your deal (laughs) right now? And like, he's like, did you seriously just accept my proposal? like that? I'm like, was that seriously the way you were supposed to be? Yeah. Like, I was just so nervous. And I said, we've been together for like four and a half years. What are you nervous about? So anyways, then we then slightly cute. fought about the fact that like my response <laughs> wasn't good enough, but his question wasn't good enough because that's typical us. That's so funny. And then, and then he wanted me to go look at engagement rings right away. Cause he didn't want to pick it out. Cause he didn't want me to be disappointed. This is another big thing. And so then I'm sitting there going, well, I don't know which store I want to go to. I never really thought about this. Like, and then I got offended because who doesn't want to go shop for jewelry? Um, so, needless to say, we went to the store, we picked out a ring, and then he told me I couldn't tell anybody for a week because I didn't have the ring because it had to be brought in or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he said that, well, he didn't want people to know that way. Like, he wanted to be more romantic. So then the next weekend, we went down to the Shed Aquarium. He has this ring in his pocket. I know about it, of course, because <laughs> he already proposed the first time. And. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so we're in the shed aquarium and like he's like oh do you want me to do it now and i looked at him and I'm like it is not my decision when you decide to <laughs> fake propose the second time like you gotta pick your moment <laughs> yeah and he kept like nudging me like should i do it now and i'm like stop it like you need you decide when you're gonna do this. And finally, like we're looking at some fish, and he pulls up the ring, and he kind of hands it to me. He's like, "I can't do this in front of people, but here, here's your ring, so you can just put it on your finger."
0: Oh my gosh! Both of them were just like flubbed up. It's like you had your chance to do it right.
1: <laughs> oh my god, it was awesome! Like it's flew it play Do so you want the real story or the fake real story? That's, that's also so hilarious cute. because <laughs> that's so sweet. That's my dream like, to okay. let someone
0: pick me out. My, let me pick out my own ring.
1: Oh, yeah, like it, like when it first happened, I was like, really? But let me tell you, it was, like, my most favorite thing ever.
0: Yeah, right? Because it's you, your taste. you like, have to
1: play with options.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. much better. Because, obviously, I don't want to hurt someone's feelings and be like, can I exchange this ring? I don't even know if you're allowed to. Right. But, like, I... I just, or I also think it's kind of like, well, if you're going to talk about what ring you want or like, okay, I'm going to tell my sister and then you talk to my sister or whatever. It's like, oh. then you might as well just like tell the person what the ring, is. Right. you know? And, and I get it. That's normal to, to involve a family member, totally normal. But it's like, for me, I'm like, sure. can we just, I'll probably by that time I'll be like 40 years old. So it's like, can we just be adults? Cause I'm a hundred and I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to like <laughs> go through this. <laughs> yeah so, okay Grace do you have time really quick for some red flags uh yeah okay perfect so I have a few questions and I want you to let me know okay. if this were a scenario if it would be a red flag for you or if it would just be something that didn't even occur you know in your now, mind
1: now keep in mind I got into a random van with a random stranger so I don't know if I'm right. yeah. red I'm gonna give it my best shot
0: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta give you some real weird ones um yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so this one I've encountered recently because I'm I'm thirty now, so I I talk to a lot more thirty somethings. Um, yeah. And Matt was a little older than you, but was still in his early to mid twenties, so that's not that weird. But like, what if you're, let's say, you're a single woman and no yeah. children, or even children, whatever, and you meet a guy and he's over the age of thirty five and he never has had a significant relationship, is that a red flag?
1: Oh, so. Man, I go back to, like, Jesse. So we have this friend, Jesse, who mm-hmm. at 25 started dating this 38-year-old, was never in a serious relationship. And, like, part of me is like, no, I don't know. He- Jeremy's still a nice guy. Mm-hmm. But, like, I guess, Mike, my- I'd have some questions. Of, like, was he in a really, like, no, I don't. You already said serious.
0: Or maybe or uh, yeah, maybe it's it been be a long time. 100%. Right. Yeah. Or or let's say maybe his last serious one was like 10 years prior or something, you know. It it is kind of like, well, what happened to you? Who hurt you?
1: Correct. Yeah, like I would be afraid of a lot of different things. Um I would be afraid of like, are you not interested in relationships in general? Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Right. Absolutely. But like you kind of want to know that going going ahead with things. Right. Um, and like are there also things like I don't know, like, that you lean back on, like, what, what causes this? Are you a workaholic? Um, are you socially awkward? Are you not engaging? I don't know, but mm-hmm. that would be a red flag. So, like, it's just, it's more curious of, like, why didn't you ever have, like, A big relationship before I would never count somebody out for it but I just would want to
0: know why right and that's totally valid I mean that makes sense because even I think that and it's funny because I feel like I'm not approaching that age yet but kind of we're like I've never really had a serious boyfriend and my way of always explaining it is like well my parents were really really strict and I wasn't really allowed to at when I was younger and then I just got older and got used Mm -hmm. to it and now I'm like in a state where I kind of like Figure well, I haven't had a serious boyfriend yet, so I'm not going to rush and get one now that I'm 30. You know what I mean? Like, so I try to explain it, but I sometimes do wonder, like, huh? In a few years, will guys meet me and be like, this girl's never had a boyfriend? That's kind of weird, you know? Or maybe by then I won't, you know, I'll have a boyfriend or whatever. But I do find it interesting because I, I there was an older guy I liked a little, like in the fall, and he was. In I think in his late 30s, and we chatted, whatever. And I remember I was telling Dean about it one time at dinner, and he's like, you know, because I kind of said, like, he says he wants to go on a date, but then I feel like he'll be like, okay, when are you free? And I'll tell him, and then we don't follow up. So I'm like, he must not be interested, obviously. And he's like, well, I just feel, like, weird that he's in his late 30s. Like, there's something to be said about that, that if he – isn't his late thirties and still kind of doesn't have his shit together, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a problem. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. I guess. Or you know, and he kind of said too, like, never married, ne- whatever, which is kind of funny. I'm like, yeah. Sometimes I think that, but then I agree with you completely. But I'm always like, gosh, I sometimes have to pull back because I'm like, I'm approaching that, you know, in a weird way. I mean, I'm not in <laughs> my late thirties, but I do sometimes think like I can't be too harsh on people like that because I could very well be that person and. So it's interesting, but I, I I do agree. I think there's something to be said, especially for guys. I don't know why. I don't mean to like write them off in this way, but I feel like for girls, it's more normal. Just because I don't know why. I feel like.
1: Well, because I think there's different social standards that are put on men and women when growing up. You know what I mean? Like girls are told to be like, you know, don't be promiscuous, be be well behaved, like make sure you're presenting your best self. Where guys aren't given those things when they're little, there's a different, different like standard of what's socially acceptable. And so if they don't follow those rules, which is absolutely fine, it's just understanding where they're coming from and like what the deal
0: is. Right. Exactly. That is true. I think guys are, when, from the, when they're younger, they're kind of told like, ooh, that girl's pretty. You should ask her out, whatever. And then girls are always like, no boys or, you know, whatever. So.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's kind There's of funny. Just totally different social rules that go around genders, especially right. when you're little.
0: Yeah. And, and I wonder now if that will end up changing as generations are changing now and the way they try to like be more gender neutral with their kids, you know, um, how that will shape people. Cause there always are these like little things on like social media or, you know, Yahoo news or, Google News, or I don't know, whatever. And it'll be like, Millennials aren't getting married much, or Millennials are, you know, whatever. So it's kind of mm-hmm. interesting. I wonder what the generation after Millennials, which I, I forget what generation that's called, but um, I think they Z. Z, yes. I wonder, you know, how they'll end up being. It's interesting. Um, okay. Oh,
1: for sure. I love all
0: that. Yeah, me too. Okay. So the next one is they never learned how to do their laundry or chores.
1: Okay, so, news to people that don't know me. I'm, like, the least organized person. i the opposite <laughs> of Elena in front <laughs> like, So, like, if I was, you know, mid-30s and I was, like, doing well professionally and whatever else and, like, didn't know how to do laundry and chores and just hired someone to do those things for me because I didn't want to. Yeah. Meh. I, to me, that's not, that's not a deal breaker to me. That's not a red flag. What would be a red flag is if they were, like, if they were either disturbed the fact that somebody else did do those things or were unwilling to, like, learn how or accept half the load of, like, housework or whatever else. Yeah. Like, that would be more concerning mm-hmm. than them just going, I don't know, I was single and I worked a lot, so I hired a house a house cleaner. You know what That's I mean? Like, true. Like, that, that would be fine.
0: Right. That is very true because um, that makes sense. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people – a lot of people have cleaning people come in and – you know, yeah. uh, now there's so many services for everything. You don't even have to go grocery shopping or you pretty much can have anybody drop off anything to you. Um, so I'm sure right. you could just send your laundry out and whatever. So, yeah, I guess that is true. When you said it would be more of an issue if they were like, I don't want to even learn how to f- fold a fitted sheet or I mean, whatever it is. Correct. Yeah.
1: I don't think I know how to fold a fitted sheet.
0: So. It ends up being a crumpled <laughs> ball, basically. Yeah, but like, here's my thing:
1: is so don't like if the person just has their mom do all that though for them, then that's a deal breaker. That's that's kind <laughs> of what I was getting I feel like at. A difference.
0: Right, because I I'm Greek, you know that, and I feel like a lot of Greek households, especially. In with my, the parents like mine who like my dad came from Greece and my mom's parents were from Greece and they were very Greek and, you know, traditional in that way. And I feel Mm -hmm. like my parents have Americanized themselves more than they were when I was younger. So now they're a little more like, you guys need to share the stuff, you know, kind of thing where I feel like I still know a lot of Greek kids who the girls of the house would do everything for even their brothers, which I found very odd. When I was yeah. growing up, I didn't have to do it. We would all, you know, my mom would be like, okay, well, Elena, you're home, so you take out the laundry and fold it. Or, like, if my brother was home, he sure. would have to do You know, it was just like, who's ever available needs to do it kind of a thing. Right. Yeah, so it I, I guess that's what, what I was getting at more because I do find that very interesting when their mom does it until they're like – Thirty
1: To me, like, you, you got to separate a little bit. But I have a, also a different family dynamic. So, like, yeah. I guess also whatever you're comfortable with.
0: You know, that's the other Right. Thing. Yeah, that's true. It's just whatever. If everybody's cool with it, I guess, then that's... For me, it would be a deal breaker, too, if they were just unwilling.
1: Well, and also, like, I don't want, like, your mom in here judging me how I'm folding your socks. Like,
0: no. Right. <laughs> that brings me <laughs> yeah. to my next deal breaker, actually. The next and yeah. last one is, would it be a deal breaker? if your spouse or significant other was extremely close to their mother?
1: My mother-in-law drives me <laughs> insane.
0: That's why I had to throw and that in day for day you.
1: <laughs> very clear. But she put on a good front for the first, like, three years, like, where she seemed pretty normal. Yeah. Um. And, wait, hold on. If, uh, I forgot the question because I was so focused on how annoyed I am. Well, no,
0: that, this is why there. I picked it. No, it's it's basically, would it be a red flag or a deal breaker or whatever if your spouse or significant other is extremely close to their mother and what i mean is like their mother like you said is is there while you're folding your laundry and critiquing you and they don't necessarily say anything to her about it or even just if if she feels like she could just put her nose into it without feeling weird yeah
1: I don't know. Like, so I go back and forth. Like, me and Matt are very good about understanding how dysfunctional both of our families are. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand what a real, normal, healthy family is. So I should, you know, that's what I want to preset this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is coming from a place <laughs> of, like, not understanding healthy family dynamics. Yeah. Um, but to me, yeah, I, I wouldn't do it because I don't understand that. I didn't grow up in that environment. Like, I grew up so unsupervised
0: mm-hmm. that, like,
1: I feel like if a mom came in and tried to control things, I don't understand that relationship, so I'm, I'm out. I think that like talking to other people, that if that happened and if you told your significant other that that bothered you and they dismissed it because it's their mother, that is also a red flag. But if they actually agreed with you and talked to their family member about that, like their mom, and everybody understood and they, the mom took a step back, yeah. then to me that would, you know, per, per therapy, that would tell me that's a, ha- <laughs> a healthy family dynamic and like that would be okay. I guess those are the things that like, I would be like, run for the effing (laughs) nose. However, that's probably not the right advice to give.
0: (laughs) No, I agree. And I think you handle your mother-in-law very well. I think um, it still kills me, if you don't mind me telling telling the story about when we went to your wedding. Okay, it killed me when your sister-in-law and your mother-in-law and your mother-in-law's sister, right, all went to a gift shop and bought the same dress. And it was just this, like, like, a gift shop dress. It was this very polyester thin, yeah. like, jersey-looking long dress. And they wore the same dress to your wedding. And it looked like they were, like, odd bridesmaids. Like, it was weird because you had bridesmaids. And then it was, like, the three of them in the same dress. And then also, right, and then also your cousin, Right. She was in it too, right? I think. Uh,
1: Bree's cousin. Yes.
0: Yes. She should have been the only one in it. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, she looked cute in it, but everybody else needed to not. uh, That, to me, was like so telling of your mother-in-law in in a way because it was like she just needed it to be about her, your wedding. It was very odd. And I remember my mom being like, did grace plan that with them like she was very weird like not weirded out but she was just like hmm, what's happening here and yeah,
1: that's because it's weird
0: right? <laughs> it was so weird and i just remember being like got it everything makes sense of what grace says about her mother-in-law because i'm witnessing right now in person who she is just by this one action she did <laughs> yeah so i feel
1: like that's all you need
0: to know right and and you handle her so well like you were you didn't let it ruin anything you just and and I, I still remember to this day, I don't remember when you told me this exactly, but I remember you did, that you're like, I never, and maybe it's changed and maybe I'm wrong, but I think you told me like, you don't go to your mother-in-law really and tell her sometimes when you have, if you want to complain or like, if you're really upset about something, you'll just go to Matt and be like, I'm venting and I don't want you to take this back to your mom. It's just me venting to you because you're my husband. And it's like, just so happens to be about your mom, you know, kind of a thing. But it's just, I have to vent. Right. But it's just between you and I, and I kind of appreciate that. I think that's a good way to handle it because it is kind of awkward too. I think because I have sister in laws and only brothers, that it is kind of hard for the yeah. guy when it's like, okay, well, this is my mom and you're my wife, and I want to please both of you, and I can't tell my mom what to do. She's not going to stop, you know, and right. I don't want you to be upset. And you know, it, so it's kind of nice that you vent to him and you let him know like it does bother me, but I'm not telling you right now to cause. To, to go back to her and make a, you know, a thing of it.
1: Right. Yeah, no, like, I definitely, like, appreciate the fact. I think we both can do it. I think I'm a little bit more defensive, but I think that's, like – my own shit I have to work through because, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, he's really good about me going, like, dude, you should hear what your mom just said. Like, she's buying shoes right now for Ellie. She texted me. She's like, I need to buy these for Ellie. They're, like, three sizes too big. And I said, (laughs) why? She's like, well, don't worry about it. It's it's a grandma thing. I'm just going to do it. But then will also complain to me that, like, she has no money and everything's really hard for her, even though she chose to retire at 55. It's very nice to complain to Matt about all this.
0: Is she married to that guy now?
1: You still, yeah. But, like, oh. pretty much is just using them for his non-existent money. Okay. So she can live
0: <laughs> and retire at 55. Is she in Florida now, or is she in Wisconsin?
1: Um, She's in Florida. She'll be back in Wisconsin in May. She just makes us all feel bad that we don't see her, but she doesn't come and visit, you know, because she's not working. Anyways... Sorry, people. I have a lot of (laughs) hostility towards the (laughs) mother-in-law.
0: That's why I had to ask you that question because I do find it interesting because there is this story of this Greek couple. I don't really know them, but I do know this story. And it was like they were married, and uh, I thought, you know, I was a little bit younger at the time, but they always looked really cute together. I would see them at, like, church, you know, around holiday stuff. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they weren't together anymore. And I, I asked – I think I asked my mom years later. I was like, weren't they married? Wasn't she married at one point or something? And she goes, yeah, but they ended up getting divorced. She goes, I think the story was that the mother-in-law was too involved. And so they ended up getting divorced. It kind of put a wedge between them. And so I always find that interesting yeah. because – I feel like my brother's close to my mom, but not so and my mom is very good about keeping boundaries. She's not like sure in there. But I feel like some mothers are not good about that. And Oh my god. No. Right. So it's it's interesting. I and I and I think like it's funny when people say you're not just marrying the person, you're marrying their family because, you know, obviously you have to spend so much time with the family.
1: That is something I would say like to be way more aware of than I think I was. Not saying I hate Matt's family, but like I think right. there'd be like things where you're just like, I mean, like how do you do that? Where you're like, your family drives me crazy. Right. Even if I do like you, like I can't, I can't do this because I'm not telling you to walk away from your family, but I also can't put up with their crap.
0: I think some people at some point have their breaking point and they're just like, I gotta get out of here. You know, like sorry, before it gets yeah. too deep, I gotta go. Which I get it because I mean, and it is hard. No family is gonna be perfect, and you have to find the person that works right. for you. But I mean. If the family's that bad, I sometimes I think that too, like if I'm on a date or whatever, and the person's talking about their family and I'm just like, I wouldn't mesh with this family. Like I just right. wouldn't. And sometimes I'm like, and, and again, that's, again, goes back to the earlier in this episode where I said, I'm very quick to <laughs> write people off, but I, <laughs> sometimes I do, I think, wow, I, I have to think, like, how would I fit in if I were to go to, like, a birthday party or a holiday event and I have to spend time by myself with this family? And I sometimes I'm like, I just don't think I could.
1: And that's a legitimate thing. Like, I don't know. I mean, you didn't meet them yet, but, like, sometimes you have that good feeling where you're like, I just can't even with all this. That's a lot. Or, like, people that spend, like, every single weekend and do, like, 75 activities throughout the month (laughs) with their family. And you're like, that's a lot. Like, I'm sure your family's great, but, like, I don't want my whole social life to revolve around that.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's sometimes I feel like me. I feel like my mom and dad, and partially probably because I'm single, they want me to spend, like, every weekend Not every weekend, all the time. But she's always like, oh, if you're free, come by. I'm like, well, I'm not going to. Like, thank you. But no, you know, because it is kind of... I
1: come just once my house
0: and watch Netflix. Yeah, and normally she's like, that's fine, go ahead, you know, whatever. But she's just always yeah. throwing it out there, like, come on by. And I'm like, well, you're not down the street. Like, I'm not going to drive an hour. <laughs> like an hour away. <laughs> right. So it's just, but sometimes it is funny. I, I think that when people go, oh, he wants to spend every Sunday with his parents. I'm like, but that's kind of a nice thing. I mean, sometimes, but I get what you're saying. Like, some people are just all the time... Spending so much time together and you're just like, wow, this is a little bit much.
1: I just don't know where to draw that line. And I think it kind of like you have to just kind of figure it out if it's worth it or not and if it doesn't bother you. And I mean, like some families, I think, are like probably okay to like hang out with, you know, like every Sunday to do a Sunday night dinner.
0: Mm hmm. Others wouldn't be. Exactly. I don't know. No, it is. It's it's funny. I mean, I don't think Matt's family is like so bad. I just know that you've had your issues with your mother-in-law, but it sounds like you yes. you have a good manage of it. Like you've managed it very well. So I feel like you have a good ha- handle on it. But um, it is always just, it's a funny thing for me. I always kind of like to figure out. Family dynamics
1: For sure. Like they're yeah. crazy. Like you should know that ahead of time before you get into things.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean then again, I guess maybe that does speak to you being nineteen and you were like you don't know at nineteen to like make I sure. was
1: so much more willing to put up with shit than I would be now. Like I think yeah. it's like huge. And I'm not saying that's right. I think that like no. you develop this relationship and you're like, No, I'm still willing to put up with it. But like if I entered into that relationship even at like Twenty six or twenty seven. I don't know if it would work out.
0: Oh yeah, like, I agree. Even like, like with it's friends. so
1: much harder as you get older.
0: Yes, it, and and I think just as you get older, you know yourself more. So it is kind of funny. At at nineteen, I would have probably done the exact same thing you did, where it's like, okay, well, everything's cool and everything's fine, and I I like all of this, you know. We're now so like,
1: and please like me and don't be upset with me and like right. please accept me and like there's all these things that like at nineteen you're so much more like focused on making sure that people are happy and you also don't have all this life experience and all the you know these things to rely back on you kind of like i went from high school to kind of living on my own and being lonely because i was downtown by myself to often like having all these people like come into my life and give me all their opinions and like mm-hmm. genuinely like his family was very nice it's just like as I got older, and I think as they, do, you know, grew too, like, you're just like, man, you're psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> There's some, like, serious issues there,
0: but. What year did you get married again?
1: 2012. So 2012. So I got married at 25, which mm-hmm. is also being a baby.
0: Right. That's, that was, I was just going to say, like, it. I couldn't even imagine at 25 being married, and I feel like you always handled yourself so well. So it's, it is interesting. I think that would be a lot to, to go from, like, a a single woman living downtown in school whatever and then moving to wisconsin and then having to deal with a family that you didn't really know and you know like that would be a lot i feel like
1: i think yeah i think um you know, especially as I get older, I think about things and, like, are more aware of things. I think at that age, I was just like, oh, everything's fine. Like, I'm so, like, just oh, like, yeah. oh, just go with the flow. It's no big deal. That, like, I didn't fully acknowledge all those things mm-hmm. because I didn't understand them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now you're kind of like, um, I'm not putting up with that shit and I'm not doing this and you can't make me and I have my own stuff I'm doing and you know, there's so much more to it. It's so much more complex.
0: Oh, yeah. And, and like I said, you never seem to get in arguments, at least that I know of, with like your, your extended family, um, your, your yeah. in laws, like, and you were a young bride, you know, you were a young wife. So yeah. it's kind of interesting because I feel like, you know, my family stuff. And I right. think sometimes even now as people have gotten older, they're not as mature as you were at 25, you know, like, so. Well.
1: Hold on, we should we should clarify for this audience of people that are listening <laughs> that one I'm avoiding to all things and two i grew up in a dysfunctional household which taught me how to like cope with things in probably unhealthy ways so i may seem complacent and easy to get along with but that's just because i'm avoiding all conflict so
0: <laughs> but but i don't i don't even know that you i mean maybe you think you do that but i don't feel like you avoid it completely because i feel like avoiding it would be someone who's like okay it's fine it's fine it's fine and just brushing everything under a rug but i don't think you do that you'll some you'll say like if something is bothering you it seems like you know like and obviously every little thing that bothers you or even bothers me, whatever, anybody, I don't voice all of it. I pick and choose what's important. Sometimes I know like, okay, well, it's sure. only bothering me for a second and I know I'll get over it and it's not a big deal. So that when I do have those right. things that are a big deal, it's not like, oh my gosh, here we go again. Another thing is bothering you. And it's like, I, no, it's, this is actually an important thing. And that's why I think I need to make it. And I, I think that's what you do. I, I don't think you... Yeah. Yeah. Pick well,
1: your battles that are important.
0: Yeah, I think you do. I think you're very mature in that way. And and everybody's oh, family cool is dysfunctional. Things. Yeah. And please, everybody's family's dysfunctional sometimes. (laughs) You know, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, and... Maybe. Yeah, everybody... Nobody's perfect. I feel like all parents are just trying and they're trying to figure it out. And... Right. Yeah, so I think you came up great. And I'm so glad we talked, Grace. Thanks for being on the show. Thank
1: you for doing this and being patient with me with me blowing you off like 95 jillion
0: times. No, that don't worry. I see the thing moving as if we're talking to it. So I think it's recording. But honestly... It could just be nothing. And at that point, at that point, Grace, someone else can have it. I don't even care. I love it. Thank you, Grace. Thank you so much.